What's up, everybody? Welcome in Southeastern 14 Bets and Ball Games with Edwards and Greeson. Hope everybody had a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, all that. How we doing, Mr. Greeson? Tremendous. Uh, got two kids at the house. Christmas is a glorious time of the year. Uh, family everywhere. It is just sausage biscuits and matzo balls. Uh, mazel tov. Everybody, there you go. I mean, look Not, at me. I mean, I'm a hundred percent. I look a hundred percent Jewish, right? I mean, look, <laughs> look at look at me. I mean, redneck from the south with with blonde hair and blue eyes. That's me. Yep. Multiple. So, to our audience, um, hopefully, you're not noticing a delay of any sort. But um, when Jay's voice has been coming through. His mouth doesn't start moving till five seconds later. We're hoping that it'll work itself out with StreamYard. If not, bear with us. This could be bear extra entertaining. We could also we could also do like the Keith Carradine kung fu movies from the late 1960s. You want to fight me? You must fight my brother. <laughs> this is true. All right. So before we get started, let's talk about our great friends at Bet online, which remains your top spot for all of your live betting action and contest. NFL, college football, UFC, and NHL are in full swing. Bet online is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. All the hoops betting action, along with every sport available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access at any time. Head to Bet Online today and remember to use our promo code B, or all caps. Promo code, all caps, B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that promo code, all caps, B-L-E-A-V, bet online, where the game starts. And where we will start is we're going to go through, in order, uh, the SEC games. And, <clears throat> excuse me, and then we'll um, offer up our non SEC games and maybe hopefully have some time to touch on a little NFL uh, for this week. We're recording on Thursday as SMU and Boston College are playing no SEC games the rest of the day. But we kick off tomorrow morning uh, or our noon Eastern as we're at the in Jacksonville Tax Slayer Gator Bowl, Clemson and Kentucky and our good friends at Bet Online have Clemson at minus four with a total of 44 and a half. And if you like the Cats to win outright, they are plus 155 on the money line. Any thoughts here, Jay? Uh, I, I love I love Kentucky in this spot. I really do. Their offensive line is is going to be as healthy as it's been all year. Kentucky genuinely traditionally does not have as many defections because they've got good college football players, but they don't have a whole lot of NFL dudes opting out transfer portal and the running backs coming back and Clemson, I think is down five or six defensive starters, including four dudes in a very good front seven who are now making NFL plays NFL plans, uh, weather could be an issue tomorrow. Uh, I, I, I love Kentucky in this spot. And, and 
Uh, I'll take the five, the four and a half. But if if you've got a little gumption, uh, I like the plus one fifty five on the money line. To be quite honest, because I mean the Cubasek kid is is not he's not trustworthy. I mean that the Clemson quarterback is. I mean, yeah, Will Shipley's a good player, but who you're really going to rely on to to for Clemson to get you 21 points? Yeah, and they're going to be missing Jeremiah Trotter, uh, star linebacker, uh, cornerback uh, Nate uh, Wiggins, a D lineman, <clears throat> uh, or I'm not even going to butcher this guy's uh, pronunciation. Um Bo Collins, uh, wide receiver. Uh, did I say Nate Wiggins? I think I did. Did you uh, did, did you think you were going to butcher Bo Collins' name? No, uh, Rook or Horo. <laughs> I did butcher. It. <laughs> yeah, you did butcher that one. That ain't Bo Collins, brother. I don't. I don't know who Rook. I mean. Uh, Yahtzee, I guess. I mean, what what do you got going on over there with Ruko Koro Koro Koro? All right, I'll, I'll make I'll make you give it a shot. O R H O R H O R O. Bless you. Or hor or hor Bless you. Right. Yeah. All that and uh, McBua or McCuba. Uh, the safety is out. So yeah, you're right. About a half dozen. Uh, starters now. Tyler Davis and Barrett Carter are listed on the bowl depth chart, but I'll believe they're playing when I see them on the field. You're right, Kentucky, uh, less opt outs and off their best performance against Clemson. And we know Devin Leary, uh, and Ray Davis are all playing, uh, right. and, and a couple of transfer guys in the portal are still uh playing. So, um, I actually don't like this game. It's a pass uh, for me. All right, let's go to tomorrow night, Missouri and Ohio State, which has seen incredible uh, line movement, not just from the opener, you know, into a week or two, but in the last week or so. Right now, Bet Online has Ohio State listed as a three and a half point favorite with a total of 49. And you can get Missouri at plus 150 uh, on the money line. Now, there are, well, about an hour ago, I saw a lot of four and a halves. It looks like it might have tipped at four and a half and then started coming back the other way. And, um, you know, let's see. Or here, I'm looking it up right now on terms of the dates of when. But, you know, Missouri was favored. Okay, so let's see. Well, Missouri was favored by two and a half as recently as two days ago, the 26th, and then early morning yesterday, it just moved five and a half points. Now, I, you know, I know Travion Henderson and Marvin Harrison have not opted out, but I still, I mean, I still think Marvin Harrison opts out. Now, we'll see. And that, you know, and we've talked about this a little bit, the bowl games, it's just about, Data collection, finding out who the hell is going to be in uniform, and that can go all the way up till 20 minutes before uh, the game starts. So I don't think Harrison's going to play, but I mean, even like I said earlier um, this month, I think I like Missouri anyway. Um, 
And I think you liked Missouri as well. I'll give some more reasoning on why I like them. Uh, remind me where you stand on this one. No, I, no, I'm with you on Missouri. I, I actually think there's a belief there, both in their head coach and, I mean, there's something to be said for these teams that are built around good college players who this may be the highlight for them. I mean – how good is Brady Cook going to be on Sundays? I don't know. I mean, I don't know how many future NFL players Missouri has. Ohio State's got dozens. So, I mean, this is this is meaningful to them. And I, I tend to <laughs> lean towards the side that has more has more skin in the game. But I will say this. How many professional gamblers in Vegas have played both sides of this fence of Ohio State plus two and a half and now Missouri plus five. And you can play both sides of that with that big of a window. And I mean, buckets, man. And you just go to bed and, hey, however it turns out, it turns out. And you may win both. Yeah, and I was heavily invested on Oklahoma State um, last night and, and loved it going into it. And then the A&M quarterback gets hurt there on the first drive, and it impacted the live line more so. Like, you know how they have the algorithms, and it's right. the, score, the score dictates the live line. Well, the first live line I looked at, was it was it AM that was up three nothing to start? Okay, I'm I'm trying to remember, but uh, it, like there was no reason for the live line to be plus nine and a half on AM, and it was, and I was like, well, heck, I'll just make a little baby play on AM as a, you know, because that gave me a, a six and a half point hedge. I mean, it was, I mean, I didn't care if it won or not. I was just, you know, in case this game went sideways on me. And then when they got that field goal, I ended up hitting both sides. Now it wasn't a, a substantial hedge. So I'm not like Mr. Braggadocio over here, but um, yeah. Well, you, you know, kind of are. You kind of eh, Yeah. Well, anyways. Hey, 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 you won both bets. I mean, there hey, you go. Hey, well, but hey, hey, braggadocio, because God <laughs> knows who's going to lose bets. <laughs> I just made up a word, didn't I? Braggadocious. But I made it braggadocio. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, so the reasons I like uh, Missouri are, well, we got an inexperienced quarterback for Ohio State. Uh, we've got the opt-outs for Ohio State. Not as many as we expected. But, look, Missouri went 10-2. and two, um, Very easily could have won the LSU game. We've covered that. They had a four-point lead, like three and a half minutes left. LSU was like third and 15, and Jaden Daniels ran for like 20 yards. Then he hit neighbors for like 60 yards. And then they had the pick six, and that game went sideways on them. Very competitive in the Georgia game. Had the lead midway through the third quarter. Uh, they lost 30-21. to 21, But those are their only blemishes uh, on their entire uh, resume. And, you know, I don't think anybody was good in the Big Ten except for Penn State, Michigan, and Ohio State. Ohio State did get a solid win uh, at Notre Dame. But I just – I'm not that impressed. Uh, I got Missouri. And you do as well. So our next SEC game, which will uh, also be, is that tomorrow? Am I reading this right? Oh, no, we got uh, Ole Miss tomorrow uh, against Penn State and Bet Online, And that's a noon 
Eastern kick. And I said tomorrow, and I was mistaken, uh, Saturday uh, at noon Eastern. Auburn also Saturday at 2 Eastern. But Ole Miss is currently a – wow, okay. If you like Ole Miss, bet online is your place because Penn State is a five-and-a-half-point favorite with a total of 49. And you can get Ole Miss on the money line at plus 165. I see one other offshore also uh, has Penn State at five and a half, but that's it. Uh, A lot of other, oh, actually Westgate Superbook uh, has six out in Las Vegas, but most other books are at four and a half. So uh, bet online, uh, if you're liking Ole Miss, it's got a good price for you. And uh, any thoughts on this one, Jay? I'll I'll go ahead and say, before we get your opinion, is that I had an Ole Miss heavy against Baylor in the Sugar Bowl two years ago. Corral gets hurt there, what, like the second or third player, you know, first drive. I think I would have won that if not for that. And then last year, Kiffin lost his mind in the first half, went forward on like fourth down his own territory like three times, didn't get it, like handed him 17 points. So I'm not in any hurry to bet Ole Miss, but I am wondering why the hell is this line so big because it's making me think Ole Miss. What are your thoughts? Well, I this is, of all the SEC games, this is the one that scares me the most because I actually think Penn State's pretty good. And uh, – I also think if you're a college football fan out there that does not have a Michigan, an Alabama, or a Georgia flag flying on the back part of your car, you would probably take Kiffin or James Franklin over whoever you have as a head coach. Both of these guys are pretty good. Now, Sometimes Kiffin gets out in front of his skis a little bit. And like you mentioned last year, who knows? I mean, but if he goes forward on fourth and two and they get three of them in the first half, instead of being down 17 nothing, they may be up 24 to nothing. I This game is a stay away from me. And I, I just – there are way more bowl games that I am – way more invested in this one I'm, I'm gonna admit I just don't have a feel for this I don't I don't uh Ole Miss is at times looks as good as anybody and then at times Kiffin's his own worst enemy James Franklin has lost some coordinators uh how does that play into things I don't know I mean this one, I, 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 I've got zero feel here. And in that regard, the best thing I can tell you, if, 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 you're, if you have to play it, one, you probably need to call the Tennessee red line number at 1-800-GAMBLING-HELP uh, or whatever it is. But if, if you've got to play it, just trust your gut. I don't want any part of this game on either side. Yeah, no, I, <clears throat> gosh, excuse me. I agree. And – um. You know, for teams that have plenty of uh, NFL dudes, not many opt-outs. Now, Chop Robinson, the best pass rusher for Penn State, has opted out. But their their stud O-lineman, who's a potential top 10 pick, uh, has been practicing with the team. Now, I'm not sure if he's going to opt out 
uh, or not. But Theo Johnson, the tight end, who's declared for the draft, he is still playing uh, for Penn State. And unless I miss something, cornerbacks uh, Kalen King and Johnny Dixon had not opted out. So um, we might get two teams pretty much at full force. Uh, the guys that entered the transfer portal for Ole Miss – um, only one of them ha- had a significant, you know, like more than 150 snaps, and that was edge rusher Cedric Johnson. So, um, yeah, both teams are, are pretty much full strength for in terms of high power five teams not playing. And, and he's not going to play, but Lane Kiffin, Ole Miss may be a preseason sneaky win the SEC next year. Because they just added the Walter Nolan kid from Texas A&M. Uh, and who and have like seven other four. in the portal. I mean, uh, Lane Kiffin has added some dudes now. They, they are, they're going to be loaded for bear next fall in, in Oxford. Yeah, I believe. So Nolan's a five-star transfer. I'm, if I'm not, and I looked at this like two nights ago, I believe Kiffin had seven four-star transfers already and not done yet you know not done yet by any means and you know so i i look at that when i'm looking at you know some recruiting stuff and then i go and i look at florida and we got one four-star transfer and and three three-star transfers and then you know you're looking on the gator website and napier upgrading the nutrition department We've hired a new nutrition guy, and I'm just like, we got five thousand problems, buddy. He, hey, hey, but he's a five star nutrition guy. I mean, uh. think, think how good your snacks are going to be next year. I mean, you're going to have granola everywhere. You you going to have you going to have like some Chex Mix uh, anywhere anybody wants it. I mean, you got you guys are going to be snacktastic. Get busy, Billy Napier. My gosh, good luck. They're still doing evals on all the transfers. While hey, you, know. I, you know what? I want Billy Napier and I want Arthur Smith to get on the SS Minnow and just go over there and get lost with with Gilligan and the Skipper. And, and oh. hey, you know what? They're going to enjoy it. Marianne and Ginger are there. Hey, and you know what? Don't sleep on Mrs. Howe. I mean, she was kind of sneaky hot. Right, I got a few. I got a few other dozen people I want to throw on that boat uh, as well. Um, Jim McElwain, Ron Zook, my AD Scott Strickland, et cetera, et cetera. All right, back to business. Um, oh, the Auburn game, two p.m. Eastern on Saturday, and Bet Online, our good friends, they have Auburn listed. As a seven-point favorite at even money, there are some sevens out there. There are some six-and-a-halves. So if you like the Maryland side, uh, Bet Online is your spot. And the total at Bet Online is 47-and-a-half. And the Terps on the money line are plus 205. Now, they will not have Baby Tua, the program's all-time leader uh, in career. The Big Ten's all-time leader. Did not know that. Yes. Did not know that. Okay. The Big 10 all-time passing leader in All yards. Right. All Which right, is saying ahead. something when you look around and remember that Drew Brees played a whole bunch. Now, granted, we're in the COVID conversation. 
he may have he may have been in like the uh, Cam Newton's original recruiting class. Who knows? Right. I mean, right. Right. So, right. But uh, I, I I love this spot for Auburn. Auburn has had very few defections, uh, with the exception of Atlanta. Auburn's fan base in Nashville is huge. I mean, I know it's going to be only half full in in the Titan Stadium, but seventy five percent of that fifty thousand people or whatever it is will be Auburn fans. And I think Hugh Freeze realizes the importance of going seven and six as opposed to six and seven in year one. I really do. And uh, I, I think Auburn plays as well as they have played all year. Now, and if you want to hit me with Auburn has not beaten a team that with a winning record, I get it. Uh, hey, it's completely fair. They also uh, played Alabama and Georgia as tough as anybody in the country. And uh, I think they're going to be able to run the football against Maryland. And I, I just – I think this is a multiple touchdown win. And I know I went to school there. So, if you want to call me biased, call me biased. But uh, this may be my favorite bet uh, over the weekend. Yeah, and in addition to Maryland's uh, not having baby two, uh, they're going to be without their uh, best tight end who had 49 catches, 491 yards, and two touchdowns, and their best cover corner, uh, Tarheeb Still, who had 45 tackles and five uh, interceptions. Auburn uh, also, yeah, like, I mean, you said, well, the location advantage, or at least in terms of the fans, uh, is an advantage, and also, motivation. This team did not go bowling last year. And one last thing, Hugh Freeze, in his previous stops, seven bowl games, six and one, both straight up and ATS. So I agree. I'm on Auburn. I am laying the points. But if you're a Moneyline Parlay guy or a teaser guy, I think Auburn fits the, be- the, fits the bill uh, if you want to you know, put them in with somebody, maybe even Tennessee, which we'll get to in a minute. But uh, uh, first, we got Saturdays. Oh, it's not even at night. Orange Bowl, 4 p.m. Eastern uh, with Georgia and Florida State, who are expected to be shells of their former selves with uh, as many as uh, perhaps 40 or even more combined players uh, not going to be in uniform currently. <clears throat> At Bet Online, Georgia is 19 and a half and wow. 40, 44. That's huge, isn't it? Yeah, 44 and a half. And FSU is plus 750 on the money line. All right. In my opinion, the play is FSU's team total under 13 and a half. Um, now I'm not saying it's an enormous play because I mean you get a defensive touchdown, you get a punt return for a touchdown. But look, if Brock Glenn QB three gets hurt because Rotomaker has um, uh, hit the portal. yeah hit the hit the bricks hit the portal, and um, it, they don't have a scholarship backup behind Glenn. If he gets hurt, it's going to be wildcat from some running back or, or what have you. And we, we're not. I feel like the Georgia guys haven't announced all their opt-outs. FSU is going to be missing like as many as like 
more than a dozen starters. Um, now, Georgia's going to be missing a lot of guys, too, but not a lot of them have not announced yet. Hopefully that'll happen today, or maybe I missed something, you know, last night. Um, has Bowers even said he's not playing? Do you know? He, he hasn't formally announced, but he's not down there. I mean, okay, that's what I thought I saw that he, yeah, didn't, I mean, he wasn't with the team. He, right? I mean, he he may he may fly in like Jefferson at Ridgemont High School in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. They just fly him in for the games. I mean, who knows? But here, hey, here's here's the other thing about that. And you and I have had a really good run. And follow us on Twitter because we post our picks, and we've had a really good run through the bowl season. One game I know we both missed was last night with USC against Louisville. And USC had a ton of opt-outs. I don't care how many opt-outs Georgia has because their dudes 25 through 50 are still dudes. I mean, the way Kirby has assembled talent, I, 19 and a half is obscene. That is an obscene bowl line. But the only play here is Georgia. I love your idea of Florida State under 13 and a half because they may get shut out. And you know what? They may get shut out and throw double middle fingers to everybody. Of Who cares if you've got a good TV product or not? Because TV is kind of the reason we didn't get in the playoff. So... I mean, if you're Mike Norville, or if you're Mike Norvell, and you say, you know what, guys, go go do your thing. God bless you. I'm, I'm in full support. Uh, we're not gonna try out there and be a great product for ESPN. I mean, what if he does the 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 Jerry Reed and Waterboy, and they start taking a knee in the middle of the third quarter? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I know it's the Bourbon Bowl as opposed to the Orange Bowl, and for a lot of us, every bowl game is the Bourbon Bowl, and that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. So, uh, another idea, uh, other than the FSU team total under thirteen and a half, is. And again, now it's you're giving yourself a short window, uh, and Bet Online does not have a first quarter lineup, but most books have the first quarter line as Georgia minus three and a half, and most books have the first half line at Georgia minus ten and a half. So what I may do is just have smallish to medium plays on Georgia minus three and a half first quarter, Georgia minus 10 and a half first half, and FSU's team total under 13 and a half. Those are my ideas for this game. All, all but, of those make a ton of sense, uh, in, in especially considering what we know and trying to hedge this being Thursday at one o'clock in the afternoon, what right. we don't know. Right, right. So, like I said, I, I wouldn't have – enormous amounts of money on on any of those plays but uh you know if we can go a three and oh sweep uh it would maybe add up to a nice and maybe you parlay those i you can't i don't i don't think you can okay when, when you're on the same side like that yeah not not even with the t- maybe, uh, 
the Georgia's uh, first quarter side with FSU's team. I don't think they let you do that. I don't. I don't believe. But I didn't know you could parlay two NFL receiving yards props until about after I'd hit AJ Brown and Kyle Pitts overs like five weeks in a row, I was told you could do that. And then I do it. And it's, did you see the DraftKings dude who hit the 14 anytime scores? scores? Yes. Yes. Almost like it's it's like plus 9.8 million. Uh, He put a $5 parlay down and cashed 490 grand. Yeah. Congrats to my man. Yeah. Awesome. God bless you, man. Go, hey, brother. Hey, it's like it's like what Clooney says in 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 Ocean's Eleven. Uh you just keep playing until you can get to the house and then you bet big and then you break the house. I mean, <laughs> God bless you. No doubt. No doubt. I feel like there was another wild one this past weekend that somebody hit um as well. All right. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So then the next day, which would be, um, well, I guess there's, there's no, no game cause... Sunday, right? So we'll right, right, Monday. right, right. Yeah, no college. New Year's Eve. So we're on to Monday, January first, uh, New Year's Day, and before uh, we get to the CFP uh, semifinals, we've got two SEC teams in action. Uh, we've got LSU. Against Wisconsin at noon Eastern, we've got Iowa and Tennessee in Orlando at one Eastern, and currently at Bet Online, uh, LSU. And actually, because our listeners, being some LSU fans and SEC fans in general, might be interested, and I still have my lines on the first quarter. I'll just let you know, LSU's minus three and a half in the first quarter. In the first half, LSU is minus six and a half. I think I like the six and a half in the first half better just because a bigger window of offensive possessions. And then for the game, LSU at bet online minus 10, total of 55 and a half. And the Badgers are plus 290 on the money line. So we've got Jaden Daniels has opted out. Brian Kelly said a few days ago that he's fully expecting Malik Neighbors is going to be a top 10 pick, most likely. And Brian Thomas Jr., who also had more than 1,000 receiving yards this year. And is, you know, I feel like he was late first round in Mel Kuyper's most recent mock, or at least the one I saw several weeks back. Um, Kelly said he thinks those guys are playing. I don't necessarily believe that right now, several, you know, days out. Um, but I don't care if they play or not. I still like LSU. Um, what, what are your thoughts here? I'm 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 in complete agreement uh, for a multitude of reasons, but the most pertinent one is speed, and LSU's got a whole multitude of dudes, a legion of of purple purple clad tigers who can really run, and that translates in every game you ever play in sports and. Wisconsin doesn't have that. And yeah, Wisconsin's going to show up and they're going to fight and they're going to block and tackle and God bless you. But you know what's going to happen? LSU's going to bust two plays that go 70 plus yards and 
you're just not going to be able to overcome that. Uh, I like LSU, uh, with the exception of Auburn going against Maryland without the quarterback, LSU is a really attractive play for me among the SEC teams. I just think LSU, even without Jaden Daniels, I'm with you. I don't think neighbors plays. I think the other wide receiver does play, but and because that gives it's going to give him a chance to be wide receiver one, and 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 go go put some film down. You know, um, I just I just I'm sorry, LSU. LSU layer two is better than if all of the Wisconsin starters show up. Yeah, and look, LSU's won <clears throat> sorry, three games in a row, both straight up and against the spread, and six of seven, both straight up and against the spread. The only loss, uh, you know, being to Bama uh, during that stretch. And let's not, you know, sugarcoat this. Wisconsin, to me, because I had a big bet on them to win the Big Ten West, and I had them over nine and a half wins, to me, they were the biggest disappointment in the country uh, this year. I mean, they lost three in a row at one point, including a 20 to 14 loss at Indiana, which what won three games, I think got its coach fired. They were seven and a half point road favorites. They lose They're 12 and a half point home favorites in Northwestern as recently as November 11th. And they lose by double digits. And then they were, were not bowl eligible going in their next last game. They beat Nebraska at home in overtime. And then they go at Minnesota and Minnesota was just awful without uh, Taylor, the running back, late in the year. And they do win 28-14. to 14, But they also lost 15-6 to six at home uh, to Iowa. They're not going to have Braylon Allen, uh, their you know, star running back. And then they had a really good uh, running back, too, Malusi or Masuli, uh, who got injured uh, way back in September. But uh, that right. kid's really, really good as well. And then their starting center, Tanner uh, Bortolini, He's gone to the draft. Uh, Jason Matry, uh, starting corner, uh, he's gone. And then potential absences include starting linebacker Jordan Turner. Uh, one of their wide receivers is already transferred to Florida. Uh, and uh, Skylar Bell, a wide receiver, is in the portal. 38 catches, 297 yards. Uh, and I'm not positive whether he's playing or not. So, um, and look, LSU's wide receiver four, wide receiver five are all good. They've also got Mason oh, and, and they're much better than Wisconsin wide receiver one. And right. Wisconsin wide receiver one and two, if they're already in the portal. I think, honestly, and, and this is because we, we, we look at a whole lot of these things in terms of the, the gambling purview. The, they're going to need to put a rule in that if you enter the portal, you can't play in the bowl game. Because we don't know this. I mean, are you in the portal? If you're in the portal, great. If you're going to get back out of the portal, okay. But don't don't be planning on playing in the bowl game because the betting aspect of this is only going to get continued to magnify. And so that conversation, because you're right. I mean, you look up and a whole bunch of these teams have, this kid's in the portal, but he's down there practicing. Okay. I mean, and if this kid's in the portal and he may be practicing and he wants to play, 
if things are going good, then great. But if things turn bad, he's going to make a huge business decision and go, oh, coach, my ankle. Oh, my arm is broken. It's good luck in Haiti. I mean, whatever you want to do. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, but LSU is layered with talent that is way more physical and way more fast than Wisconsin. Yeah, and just more on that. I mean, come on. Like, me and you both had Troy last week and and widely reported in every preview you've read, and I did Twitter searches on this. I mean, they're running back Jordan Waters – uh, he either transferred to NC State or VATEC, and then RJ Oban, they're all AAC or all ACC defensive end, had transferred to either NC State or Virginia Tech. I, I forget which one went where. And like the first play of the game for Duke, oh, Jordan Waters, eight yard run. Troy uh, gets a turnover, and they're driving, and the RJ Oban kid gets a 10 yard sack. And I'm just like, what? What the heck's going on here? So, anyhow, uh, we both like LSU, and I, I will just throw this out. We've got one of the lowest, or actually, let me look. It might be the lowest total of the year. Uh, no, they had 54 against Mississippi State and 55 against Arkansas. Um, you know, I, I think because these teams are, you know, personnel's not all there, because, like, you didn't do, and I didn't either, but we should have done USC's over last night. I mean, do we just do LSU's over just because that's what we've done all year and the over is 11-1? and one, But I, and, and as much as I don't trust Wisconsin to have much offense, it is still LSU's sorry-ass defense. So anyway, It is, I, but, but it's also, I mean, how much are we going to trust QB2? I mean I like Nussmeyer. Huh? I like Nussmeyer. Well, I mean, you probably like Niedermeyer from the the Animal House movies where he can't talk to our pledges like that. Only we can talk to our pledges like that. So right. I mean, all right, fine. I mean you, you well, like you like Niedermeyer all you like. I don't care. So I, I hate I hate I hate Nussmeyer's dad who had to watch call plays for three years and McElwain wouldn't fire him. Uh, I hate his dad. But Garrett, the son, he threw for almost 300 yards in the second half against Georgia in the SEC championship game last year. He can spin it. They've got high hopes uh, for him. And well, they if, brought you, it- if you want to play the over, play LSU's team over. Because I don't I don't I don't trust I don't trust Wisconsin to carry their a- weight. In, in this in this type of thing because they may put three on the board and then I mean Brian Kelly just may grind this thing out in the second half and let everybody play including uh, a couple of boosters kids and this thing is 35 seven I mean I don't know I I, I, I don't like the total because I thought you were going to Tennessee Iowa which is going to be a rock fight. Yeah, and let's go there right now. So, Bet Online has Tennessee at six and a half with a total of 36. Joe Milton making it official yesterday that he is out. So, the Nico era begins. The five star true freshman who uh, completed 16 of 26 for 163 yards and a touchdown in limited uh, action this year. Also, Tennessee's best running back, uh, Jalen Wright is gone. They've got a few guys to the portal, two guys in the secondary that played a lot 
but not, you know, not a ton of defections. But Tennessee was dealing with injuries late in the year. Obviously, the, the receivers, McCoy and Thornton, uh, not available. So, I mean, it is Iowa. Are we thinking under? Uh, right now, like I, I said, I thought Auburn was a good teaser money line parlay. I'm not against Tennessee in a teaser money line parlay. But I'm not going to lay six and a half with Tennessee. I'm not against the under because it's an Iowa game, and those are my thoughts. What 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 is the under? I know you said it, but it, is 30, it like 34? Uh, 30, well, it's 35 in a lot of spots, but bet online's 36. So uh, that's one of the better places to lay. Or you know, Tennessee's defense is pretty good. Iowa's yeah. offense is craptastic. I mean, yes. it's awful. Uh, You've you've got a freshman who, uh, in Nico, who is, by all reports, allegedly the eight million dollar NIL dude. Uh, Did he get I eight million? Josh Heupel wants to put him in a place to have a whole lot of success. I mean, but against that Iowa defense, and and again, if it was it was like watching a train wreck in through the month of November watching Iowa play football, but I couldn't turn my head away from it. It was just eight yards punt, 12 yards punt. I mean, it was awful, but But you couldn't help but watch it. Great Uh, punter. Great punter, by the way. Great punter. And, I mean, if this game ends 17-10, are you going to be shocked? No. God, no. Heck no. So I'm I'm completely with you in putting Tennessee. I think Tennessee wins because I think they've got better athletes. And but if if you had to make a play, I go especially if you can find it under 35, or if you can find it north of 35, uh, I I I think the under is the smarter play. But uh, I think Tennessee wins the game. But in in an over under that is. 35, 36, seven points is a huge, huge uh, algorithm number. I mean, comparatively, when you're crunching, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, big play coming up in SMU BC. Is there a no man's land? Fourth and six up 14-10. Big play for both of us coming up here. All right, let's go to the, the uh, semifinals, which in a previous show – um, I know we discussed, but um, many of our listeners may not have watched the previous shows. Um, I love Alabama. It's my largest uh, bet of the bowl season. Bet online. You can currently get Bama at plus two. Bet online has the total at 44 uh, and a half. Uh, Bama, since losing to Texas, has won 11 games in a row. And they have won seven of those by double-digit margins. Uh, and I'm trying to find my right. Oh, here's Alabama. Okay. Um, Jalen Milrow, look, in the Texas game, that was the third start of his career. He has improved uh, so much since then. In fact, the last eight games, he's got a 17-3 to TDI&T ratio. Uh, Bama has beaten LSU, Ole Miss, and Tennessee by exactly 14 piece points. Excuse me, 14 points apiece. They went to Kentucky and won uh, by four uh, touchdowns, and they just ended Georgia's 29 game winning streak without their starting running back, who is back this week. Michigan 
I don't think they played anybody the first nine games. Then they had three close games, and um, they got the W. To their credit, they're without their best offensive lineman, who was a preseason All-American. I'm not saying it's going to be like the Georgia game in the CFP semis two years ago, where we knew after two or three drives there mid-late first quarter that it was game, set, match, game over, go home. It's not going to be like that. It's going to be a close game for a little while, but I think Alabama pulls away and wins by double digits, wins fairly comfortably. I have a future ticket on Bama at 6-1, to one, so I don't need to bet more at 2-1 to one or plus 190, wherever your book has it at. But if I didn't have a 6-1 to one future ticket on Bama, I would be buying a, a future ticket on Bama because I think they're going to win their next two by double digits, even though this will probably be one of the least talented Saban national title teams. I think it will be another Saban national title team. Um, I'm wearing an Auburn golf shirt. It's got a Bruce Pearl logo on it. And it's going to pain me to say this, but I completely agree with everything you just said. I'm going to root for Michigan. <laughs> Up one side and down the other. But I will tell you this. All of my money will be on Bama, both in this game and in the next one. And dear Lord, let Texas win that game and give Saban the speechifying he can he can just craft about the chance for redemption and the chance for uh, defending your honor and all the other stuff. I don't necessarily think I, – I truly don't. I think FSU deserved the spot over Alabama. I really do. Alabama's going to win the national championship. But then again, if Georgia was in the other semifinal, it would be Alabama and Georgia in the national championship. So, I mean, if, if you're talking about the best resume or the best – football team, then let's have that. I mean, those conversations uh, all have merit, but they're not the same conversation. It's like right. picking the best baseball player or the most valuable baseball player. The, the most valuable baseball player is Shohei Otani because he plays two positions, but he's not the best baseball player because the Angels can finish in last place with <laughs> Shohei Otani. I mean, okay. Alabama's got too I got too many dudes. They got too many dudes for Michigan. Period. Yeah. Yeah. FSU was the more deserving team. They weren't right. the best team. And if we're playing the best, and that's what it says the committee's supposed to do, then they got it right. Or like you said a few weeks ago, they got the least wrong decision. I thought you uh, worded that well. All right, we need to wrap this show up. I know I like Washington plus four. I'm trying to remember what you like there. Uh, I I, I want to root for Washington, but with a Texas wide receiver coming back, I'm you and I are going to have to part ways on this one. Well, I, I saw Sark say he looked good at practice. What what does that mean? Uh, have we seen have we seen some camera footage of him running? Well, and, speed? and to that point, we go back to what we talked about in the portal. College football is going to have to get their hands around an injury report if in, in in moving forward with 
all the gambling invested across the country. Period. Why, end of conversation. And why is Big Ten going out of their way to, you know, make an injury report and release it? What, what are the, I think it's two hours before kickoff, but nobody else is. Right. I mean, in the Frank Harris nonsense with the UTSA game and then the Jason Bean rumor with Kansas the other night. I mean, come on and tighten up beat reporters. Well, um, and, and to your point about the Duke game. I mean, and there's yeah. like, I mean, there are like two meaningful stars on each side of the ball who just pop up and got a helmet on. And I did Twitter searches on both of them, and I did the latest, so it's not skipping around. And I scrolled, and I scrolled, and there was nothing for days about either of them playing. And if you went to every AP preview or preview on this side or that, they were all not supposed to play, supposedly. So anyway, all right, so – Sounds like you like Texas. I, I like Washington. Uh, Kalen DeBoer has been an underdog at Washington four times. He's won outright in each instance. And going back to his last year at Fresno, 6-0 and against the spread with five outright wins last six. Uh, He's as, good at this now. Now, yeah, that, that dude is good. Yeah. Um, perhaps a target for my Gators? Is there a worse – scenario than winning the Duke's Mayo Bowl and having that huge bucket of mayonnaise dumped on your head. I mean, I appreciate winning the postseason. I do. I know it's like a reward and all those things. Holy God, that would suck. But I well, mean Shane Beamer loved it a couple after was that his first year when he got him to a bowl game and they played so good against North Carolina. He loved it. But yesterday it didn't look fun. No. And it, it looks like they it's, it's it went from a five gallon bucket to like a fifty five gallon drum, of and they've like warmed it up because it like poured had like a mayo milk consistency. <laughs> no thanks, I'm gonna pass there. Yeah. All right. So um, I'm hoping that uh, Blake will. Well, I don't know if he'll have it up before the NC State game. Uh, starts at 545 Eastern, but I do like uh, NC State uh, today against K-State, and I like I'm with Arizona. You on that. I like Arizona. Will Howard opting out. Yeah, although that, that freshman, Avery Johnson, is really good, but he runs it a lot, and they don't have a scholarship like FSU. They don't have a scholarship quarterback behind him if he gets banged up uh, running it. Um, and I like Arizona tonight against OU. Uh, I'm on the other side. Okay, you like Jackson Arnold? I haven't seen him yet. I know he's good, but um, I um, and, and I his his top two wide receivers are are have play have decided to play. Yeah, and Jacob Cowing has decided to play for Arizona, which is big uh, as well. Um, all right, and NFL for me, I'm gonna throw three at you: Bengals plus seven, um, average size play. If Jamar Chase gets upgraded, pretty confident pretty fairly strong play i'm gonna go bears minus three against the falcons kyle pitts i saw at DraftKings had uh a receiving yards prop of 35 and a half hit that again last week let's go with that again um and oh the browns tonight if and only if you can get seven and it was seven and a half at last look if you can buy the half point or if you bet it already and that's all I got, Mr. Greason. What what you got? Any well, NFL I, or? The one thing I'm going to say is I uh, hope everybody has a great new year. Uh, be smart. Be safe. 
the uh, other thing is you have made more than one rent check on Kyle Pitts over this mid-30 number through a and, – and I've been happy to put the saddle on one Brian Edwards' back and, and come along for the ride because well, it's like eight of the last nine, right? It's it's yeah, it's something like that. But that, <clears throat> sorry, let's be clear. It should be undefeated if Arthur Flippin Smith wasn't such a well, moron. Well, it should it, be over under sixty seven, not right. not thirty eight. Right, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. All right, Without, let's fire Arthur Smith, and then we'll just move on. Yeah, like like two months ago, but surely we've only got two more weeks of it. Surely. Um, and and let me ask you seriously, serious question. Like you're not like rooting for scenarios for the Falcons to stay alive. Like I want the bucks to win and I want the Falcons to lose. I wanted the Colts to win. Yes. I'm a smart enough NFL fan to, I mean, I don't care if we make the playoffs. We have to get rid of this guy about whether is Russ Wilson doable. I mean, Sierra grew up in Riverdale. She was on the dance team at the high school uh, that I covered before I met you at the Marriott Daily Journal. So, true story. Yeah, true story. And so, God bless. Knock yourself silly. But uh, Desmond Ritter ain't him, Arthur Smith ain't him. They got pieces. But they they ain't got leaders, and Arthur Smith needs to or Arthur Blank needs to go figure that out. Yeah, and, and finally got a defense that's pretty good. I don't, you know, we'll see uh, how that's looking with you know how the roster, uh, who we lose and whatnot. But uh, all right, yeah, I want to wish everyone a happy New Year as well, and um, we'll be talking more hoops and then the CFP finals. Next week for Jay Greason, I'm Brian Edwards. This has been Bets and Ball Games with Edwards and Greason for Southeastern 14. Thanks to Bet Online. Thanks to Blake for editing. And everybody have a great new year. Thanks for listening. We're over and out.